Welcome to the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor podcast, LaughBox. We have multiple hosts and multiple guests and multiple ways to think out of the box using humor. LaughBox is a production of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Visit us online at www.aath.org. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Music by Gary Rubio. For more information, www.garyrubiomusic.com. Join us for episode 98 with Jim Bob Williams, interviewing Joy First Foundation with special guests Katie B, Kathy Grippy, and Olivia Vo. Yay! Welcome to LaughBox, the official podcast of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. I'm Jim Bob Williams. And I'm Katie B. And today we have a very special show because our special guests include Olivia Vogue, the savvy social strategist, Kathy Grippy of Laughter Yoga Venice, and a person who brings much joy to the world and is now the founder of a new foundation, our very own Katie B. So Katie B, you're going to have to Take a microphone and turn it around because this time you're the guest instead of the host. But you can switch back if you want to ask questions of our guests. So, Olivia, what does joy mean to you? Oh, my gosh. So I'm here on location in Mexico, beautiful Puerto Verata, Mexico. And I have just been experiencing joy the entire time. Joy is a feeling. Joy is a bond. And Kathy, what does joy mean to you? What she said and surprise, delight, because when I notice that I'm feeling joyful, it's usually because I've been delighted by something or I've brought delight. And the Greek word kara means joy. It's the same root word that we get for charismatic and kara meaning gift. So someone who's extremely gifted at bringing joy is Katie B. So Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey towards joy. So I'm a professional clown that got shut down during COVID and I decided to create a tunnel of joy, which then got me involved in the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor, AATH, where we have this laugh box, the Applied Improvisation Network and the Eastside Institute, which brought me the Global Play Brigade. So during COVID, I found myself in Zoom situations so I could be social, I could make an impact around the world and I could learn how to be a better laughter yogi, how to be a better clown, how to be a better listener, how to be a better everything. And through that, through just a couple of really random experiences, uh, I ended up creating the Joy First Foundation. One of those random experiences was with a group called Voices of Peace, which we were doing uh, online support sessions for Ukrainian refugees. And I realized through that group that it was important to look at creating a nonprofit and seeing how we could do more and more using joy to help people in need. And uh, I'm gonna shift away from myself because we have Olivia for such a short time. I'm gonna ask you one question, Olivia, would you recommend joy first to others on a scale from one to 10? Oh, beyond 10 and definitely. And it's a wonderful, impactful organization. And since my time here in Mexico, I've got plans to collaborate with you. Awesome. This, a joy retreat in Mexico. Yes. Whoa. 
Yes. You know, it's it's not up to one person. It's really up to the collective. It's all of us coming together as joyful ambassadors and doing things in our own way, but still supporting this, you know, aspect of finding, seeing and creating joy. Yes, that's so great. And Olivia, you coined the joyful ambassador expression, which has brought more people from beyond the woodwork. And you and Kathy, in my opinion, are joyful ambassadors. While we have you, Olivia, before maybe we lose signal or whatever could possibly happen here, I want to ask you, what was your time like in the 48 hours that we ran and did as many joyful moments as possible? Amazing. And it left me wanting more, right? So (laughs) I think that's the um, impact that we want to leave for others, that that feeling of wanting more and why not create more joy and why not learn to do it for ourselves and for others. Most importantly for ourselves, right? We need to tap into those inner resources, our inner light, and then share that with others as well, too. And we can all be joyful ambassadors in our own way. Right. So I think you've got a particular background that lends its creativity and improv to many situations to lighten the mood. But we can all contribute in many small ways through gestures, through communication, through words, through props, and just be that person that will make that person smile. It could be the only smile and joy they receive that day, and a smile can save a life. That's absolutely true. Oh, go ahead, Jim Bob. Yeah, I was curious about those 48 hours of joy that you experienced. So where did you where did you go? And tell us a little bit about that. So when Katie first reached out to me that she was going to be in Jacksonville, it was the same time that there was the Van Gogh immersive art exhibit happening in town. And I said, Katie, let's let's go to this, right? I'd always wanted to go to it. And she was excellent. And thank you for, you know, the Joy First Foundation for sponsoring those tickets. And um we took it even further. I mean, I was looking just to be a tour guide in of Jacksonville and, and showing Katie around town into this exhibit. But, you know, prior to that, in the car, we're brainstorming. She goes, you know what? I've got these joy certificates. Um, I've got these kazoos. I've got these things that we could possibly pass around and just give someone a moment of joy, a standing ovation. No, a clapping ovation. She had clappers, a clapping ovation. And I said, wow, this is really like the next level. Because I don't think on my own, I would have approached people that way. And because Katie gave us this idea and we just went with the flow. So we were giving like clapping ovations to the ushers, to the staff, to people around us. And then just really simply opening up conversations. I think that was the best part, you know, taking the time to ask questions of other people and listening to their response and having a really genuine interaction that wasn't like rushed or bothersome. Like, oh, what do you want from me? It was really, truly, we cared and we wanted to know what they enjoyed about the exhibit, what was going on in their day, how did they even come to find out about Van Gogh, et cetera. And so in 48 hours, I mean, we've done so much. And then the next day we decided, well, we want to do that same thing again. So let's do a new experiment. Why not go to Jacksonville Pier and go up and down interviewing the people that are walking the pier and surveying them, you know, what would they appreciate most? A monetary reward or satisfaction or recognition And I would say like many of the respondents said that they wanted like recognition. So we gave them a clapping ovation. Yeah, that's yes. And, and I have to say, Olivia is like improv machine and with all of the live she does for AATH and for herself with savvy social strategy media that she was inspiring to me too, incredibly and so ready to play. 
And I'm going to segue a little bit to Kathy Grippy, who also, in the same way, was inspiring to me, is still inspiring to me. And um, also considering yourself a joyful ambassador. Can you talk about the moment where Joy first came into your house and then what we did and how it's inspired you from there? Well, you know, Katie, I have to be quite frank. I didn't really know what to expect. And so our first outing together was a little bit exploratory, more for me than for Kate, I believe. And we stumbled upon a farmer's market and Katie just began. She just began and she actually tweaked that questionnaire a little bit. And one of the questions that she added was, I might be phrasing it wrong, but basically uh, serving others. And um, that became the new top of the list that day and for a couple of days thereafter as we kept as she referred to that so people do want to serve others and i think that's exactly what joy first does when you become an ambassador it gives you a license if you will <laughs> to, to go out there and do it it gives you a sense of purpose and i can see where having maybe a training where it's not it can't be zoom it's got to be in the flesh where you invite people to come and do this with. Because when two people approach someone, Kate, I want to know if there's a difference. When you do this when you're by yourself versus when you have someone with you. Because I was like, oh, I'll just videotape her. Okay, I'll just take the pic pictures. That in itself was amazing uh, as just to be a witness. But then to be able to feel more confident in going out there and doing it. So I want to go back to my question. When you do it alone versus having someone at your side doing it with, is there a difference for you? Yeah, I think it is different. Uh, I'm going to go just to the mission uh, and the, the purpose of Joy First to ground us a little bit in what this is. Uh, the mission of Joy First Foundation is to provide opportunities to experience the best moments of life through immersive activities and content. We help reimagine living in human development toward a more joyful life experience. And then the purpose is to explore, create, and bring joy to all living beings. Meaning, stopping someone on the street and saying, thank you for being alive today. Thanks for making it this far. Thanks for working through COVID without a raise. Thanks for being there in your medical protective gear and cleaning up when you, you're having a hot flash and you can't take that gear off and you've passed through that journey, thank you for being here today. Thanks for taking care of our groceries. Thanks for being a police officer or a fireman. Thank you for simply being here today on this earth. And alone can be a little daunting. I'm always ready to do it alone, but it is interesting with another person because I think there's a circular reciprocal feed that happens with me and whoever the recipient is. Then there's a third thing that happens with a witness or a second person also giving that recognition where that other person has a chance to look around and see the ripple effect. And we're gonna talk about that ripple effect. Where, where I'm focused on one person by myself, I don't see what's happening around as those joyful moments are occurring where a second person gets a chance to see that and experience the reciprocity of even the ripple effect. So alone, uh, I'm very cautious. I'm like a clown in a hospital 
I take my time and approach. It's very slow. I'm checking in constantly with the person that's my recipient. How's it going? And if they're a little skeptical, they're usually not sure if I'm asking for money or what I'm doing. And then the first thing I say is, I'm here to give you something. One of my favorite alone stories was at the Kumquat Festival in Dade City, where a woman was standing in line to get uh, some food at, a, at this uh, festival. And she had a stroller in front of her and she looked a little bit down and I get these by myself or even with others, I get this impulse to who needs this. So I approached her and I said, I, can I just give you something? And she said, sure. And I gave her a standing ovation and I said, thanks for being here today and being alive. Now, this was the day after Tyree Nichols. And so I was very conscious of how the reaction could be a little bit different. And so I thanked her for being alive and on this earth today and being safe. And she started to cry. And she said, I had postpartum when I had my daughter here, who's three. She said, I was just a surrogate for a family who tried for seven years to have a baby. And I just gave birth to that baby and I'm having postpartum depression. And she said, I think you were sent here. And I started to cry. And I just got arm in arm with her and we stood together and I just kept thanking her for being there today. She said I was a gift. It's not me. I feel like I'm just, it's going through me, right? It's not about even who's in this body because you guys know that. The people that have experienced this know that. I felt like I got a gift and that my job was to give her that gift. And we probably stood there for seven or eight minutes just being and it was exactly what she needed. And it was what I needed too. I needed to honor the people affected by Tyree Nichols, which is all of us, yeah. on that day and spread some love. Just curious, because it seems that, you know, that gratitude is the start. It's not trying to be funny. It's not trying to force anything on someone. It's just giving thanks for something that people normally don't get gratitude. You know, we're standing online. There's one person that acts like a jerk we're miserable about that one person who acts like a jerk, but we forget that there are 99 other people in line who are there. We should be thanking them as much as, uh, or maybe more than we uh, criticize the other person. So, and so that starts the ball rolling. And then, so that's when the, you know, maybe that's the fuse that lights the lights the joy. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Olivia and Kathy, do you want to talk about that? Well, I want to say I have my unicorn horns on now. I've got one. <laughs> Unicorn headband in honor of Katie. Oh, yay! Um, from a little street girl that was selling them in Mexico. And she was so joyful, you know, to see. I walked around Mexico with my glasses, of course. And so, like, she was really um, attracted to me and then showed me these fun headbands. I've always wanted one, so I have one now. And a joy in her face to play with me, right? She was selling, and I got a chance to play with her. I took pictures with her, too. And it was just like a beautiful moment. But Jim Bob, to your point, it does start with gratitude, just gratitude. And like being here in Mexico, this is my first time here. And it was such a humbling experience, you know, to to be surrounded by people that, you know, I that don't have as much as what I have. And yet they were still be able to maintain like that sense of contentment and serenity about them. And it was so unlike anything I heard about in the news about Mexico. Right. I was a little bit intimidated and hesitant coming here, but I have never felt more welcomed and just more appreciative of all the, the love and support that people show one another. 
So it's very humbling experience. I think that's another part of this joy formula, right? To be humbled by one another and um, by one another's stories too. Yeah, that's a good point. Kathy? You know, I was thinking about the concept of speaking to strangers, just walking up and speaking to strangers. And usually those sorts of encounters are because there's a problem. Could you get, can I get in front of you with the line or, you know, somebody complaining about something. So going about and just offering a compliment. I mean, I went to Target the other day and I was looking for something in the health and beauty aid section and the gal helped me and she talked to me. I said, and I turned to her and said, thank you so much for coming to work today. And she was startled. She was maybe in her early twenties. And she said, no one's ever said that to me. And I said, well, you know, if you weren't here, I wouldn't have been able to find this so easily. And I wouldn't have made the decision that I ultimately made if it wasn't for you. So I just want to thank you for doing that. Two or three aisles later, I decide to purchase a product that another customer was purchasing and she was explaining why. And I, okay, well, I needed the last can, which was on the very top shelf in the very back. So there's a few of us on this screen who knows what that means. If you were by yourself, you either climb or you just walk away. And there was another person working in the same department, go figure. And she helped me. And I looked at her and I said, thank you so much. I, the same thing. And she was really puzzled. And I said, but had you not been here, I couldn't have had that today. And these tiny little moments of appreciation, I think are so valuable in the day. And creating this to be normal behavior is what I think, Katie, you're on the cusp of, and you're on the cusp of inviting others to try this out and to get into the habit of it. So I wanna thank you for that because I do it. I, I did it in smaller ways. Now I'm a little bit more comfortable being more bold about the things that I say and the things that I notice. Thank you, Kathy and Olivia. I'm gonna let uh, Jim Bob ask questions in just a second. I'm gonna get into the props. So the first thing is gratitude is I come up with an idea that none of us are thanked for being on earth today. So that's usually where I start. And then if they're a Vietnam vet, I say, here's the welcome home you never got. If they're a grocery worker, you know, you were on the front lines. Let me acknowledge that. Let me say, thank you for everything you did during COVID. And I know people were mean and judgmental because they were so stressed out. All of that was so scary. And they're still there working because we all have to work. Props are another way to say thank you. I have trophies, noisemakers, medals, kazoos, noses. I've given away dog ears. Like if I have it in my hands, it's gonna go to the person in front of me. And part of that is you get an award for being alive today. I'm just really enjoying listening to all of this. This is really cool. I'm just gonna, let's explore the ripple effect. Start with the gratitude. Now you've, somebody's been thanked for something they've never been thanked for before. And now it reframes their view because you know, they probably have in their mind, here's another customer. Oh no, here comes Karen with a complaint. But no, instead of that, they're getting, getting a thank you, they're getting a award. And now they're reframed. So where does it ripple out from there? So I saw it several times. The, the one that first came to my mind when this topic was brought up just now was when we went to the police department, Katie and I, it just happened to be 
not because we planned it that way, but it was appreciate the police off and the, the folks in Blue Day. So we go there and there's this gal who'd been standing at the records window. She wanted her records of something, but she was standing there waiting and the chief came out with, um, I don't know, a half a dozen, seven or eight other members of this, the police department. And Katie and I did, well, mostly Katie did her thing and I was videotaping, but there was this lady. We invited her in, but she wasn't at first. But by the end of it, she was filled with joy. She had so many wonderful things to say to us afterwards. So it, it affected her day in a positive way, not just for what was provided to the police officers, but for what she experienced as a ripple. One particular interaction that stands up for me is that we were on the Jacksonville Pier. There was a father and a son fishing. So you, Katie, were talking to the father and I was having a lovely conversation with the son. And I can only imagine that after that conversation that he would go home and proceed to tell his mom and his grandparents and his cousins about meeting these two wacky ladies. He <laughs> <laughs> approached them and surveyed them and talked to them. And I got his whole ambitious life story in a way because he was a young gentleman, like probably like 11 years old, but was wanting to, to become a superstar soccer player. And because he wanted to, you know, appreciate all that his family has done for him and to take care of his parents later on. And so he felt that, you know, being a soccer player and, and making it really big would help that. And um, that dream may change, but, you know, why not? Why not encourage that dream and imagination? And, and I saw his perseverance in wanting to train and be part of his traveling soccer club and team sports. And it was incredible. And it was a chance for him to just really express who he he was and what he was all about Absolutely. so i think that's a remarkable ripple effect because he's going to go on and and share that story and and who knows what else from that experience so I, hold on so the guess, joy first foundation literally exists to uh, to make waves yes <laughs> yep gentle, I, ripple yeah, gentle ripples yes okay. and i like to call it a crack in the door so over the last few years We've been taught through one method or another to separate, to disconnect from each other, to not feel connected, and to have things that make us unable to talk to each other, to say, hold on, we really, really need to connect right now. So how do we do that first with strangers in weird situations and make an impact that might happen to continue after we leave. And my favorite story is with Kathy when we went to the farmer's market and there was a, probably a 90 year old woman there and she was talking about her daughter and granddaughter taking care of her. And um, I have these little 3D printed joy letters. We gave one to her and she ended up we gave a standing ovation to the daughter, the granddaughter, the two care caretakers, and that woman in particular. And then we walked away. And when we came back around, she was at a different bench with her joy, little figurine. And she was sharing that with a stranger next to her. That was after we left. There's yeah. part of the story because as we approached her and saw that, the ripple effect came back to us because the amount of joy we were both experiencing 
was effervescent. It was just sparkly. Yes. And uh, when I documented, this is with Olivia, we documented our journey through the Van Gogh exhibition. And I posted that on social media and I tagged the Van Gogh exhibition. And they wrote back to us <laughs> and said, thank you for coming to the exhibit. And we're so glad you enjoyed it so much. And again, now they're looking at what Joy First is. Now they're looking at, you know, I mean, and that kind of social ripple effect as well. We don't even know the effect we're having. And um, Kathy, did you have more you wanted to say about that? Well, you know, you, in what you were saying earlier, made me realize that I created a ripple effect and it's because of my experience with you. I belong to a women's group. And the whole concept is, is to make new friends and be with people. And we, we are project oriented. We have our monthly meetings and we put on a party for the town in October. It's a big deal. And it could cause a lot of stress. But, you know, I joined this group and the core of the of about 20 or 25 women have known each other for several decades. And then there's the newbies. And so I'm supposed to, one of my new jobs is to interview people and get to know them and then report back to the club. So I decided to turn it around on them. And I realized now it was the ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So at our meeting last week, I, I printed up a list of you know, questions. Jim Bob, you know, you go online, you find uh, door opening questions and whatever they are, they could be, you know, blah, blah, blah. I cut them up into little strips. And when it came time for me to make my report, I said, well, today, because we're all here, I'm going, and we're all at tables, which isn't common. I'm going to sprinkle these on the table. And before we leave today, let's all report on what we've learned about one another, whether you've known someone for 30 years or two months. And do you know that at least half of them made the effort to come to me before I left to say, oh my gosh, this was the most fun. So thank you, Kate. That was the ripple effect that just was outside of joy first, but it's not just approaching people. It's how you frame everything you can do once you have this inside. I love how you that, the door opening questions. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, because we started with that, Olivia, when we were uh, out and about, it was, how are you feeling today? Can we, can we approach you for a second? And the Van Gogh is, are you enjoying this exhibit? Even in the candy store, right? We're just, she's showing me around the candy store and we're giggling our, our, our faces off, I'll say. And, and a worker comes by and says, you guys are in the right place. And we give him a standing ovation just because he was drawn to the giggling and happened to be in his path on his way to where he was going and it took a minute to say something. And if we just can all take a minute to just appreciate each other and take the weirdness that we're being given everywhere else away for a second and remember that we're all connected. We are all connected on this planet and maybe beyond now. <laughs> Locally in Jacksonville, Florida, where I live, I, you know, participate with a nonprofit here and I have a standing appointment at our Jacksonville Botanical Gardens to, you know, host laughter yoga for um, the community. And you've given me so many ideas about how I can increase that interaction, you know, up level, you know, my interaction, my time there at the park. 
you know, to go around and interview people, not just have them come to me at my table and to maybe pass up props and to do the surveys. And so you've given me a lot of ideas. And so I think that's part of the uniqueness of the Joy First Foundation is that it's it's a lasting impression and then we can take it further in our own communities. And please, please do. And if you find stuff uh, and can tag, somehow create a partnership, because that's one of the things I'm hoping with is that we, as we go through and create joyful moments that we're creating a partnership and we can tag each other in this to help keep it growing. And Kathy, I think I forgot to ask you about the, would you recommend Joy First Foundation on a scale from one to 10? 97. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> for everyone, we'll leave room for those who would, would just feel awkward altogether and that's okay. All right, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'd like to leap to my favorite question, which Katie knew is coming, but uh, what difference can Joy First make on Thursday, typical day of the week? Olivia, I'm going to let you start with that one. Did you come down on a Thursday? (laughs) (laughs) I think I did. (laughs) Well, it happens to be that Thursday is my favorite day of the week. It's like my one day that I am creative and fun. So it seems quite right that you came on that day because that's when I host my laughter yoga and um, I do my live stream show, Get You Happy On. So Thursday is my favorite day anyway. But I think now it's become even more favorite because I have this memory of you coming in. And then Sundays is when I'm at the park, right? So it's it was a great way to lead into any activities I will do with the kids on Sundays. To answer the question again, Jim Bob, it would be that I, re- I was already so excited to have a visitor, right? I was so excited to have someone from AATH, um, from my Humor Academy Level 1 cohort come and visit because this is something I'd always envision when I joined the Humor Academy, right? I wanted this like sort of collaboration. I know that I've met you at the conference. We were all together in Orlando and then we've done a lot of Zooms in between, but it was just so remarkable to have you like in person and like actually like collaborating with me because so much of what I do is online. And so I think that's the difference there that had someone of, you know, the same um, mission with AATH, with Humor Academy, to finally come and collaborate with me, even that short period of time. And we got so much out of it, um, both together and individually. So I welcome anyone to come visit me in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm an awesome tour guide. Yes, she is. Oh my gosh. Yes, she is. Totally. And so on a random everyday day, how does Joy First inspire, help, do something? I think it just um, lifted my spirits. You know, I felt very jubilant. And I caught a cold, but even like despite the cold, I was still like <laughs> really having lots of fun. <laughs> you were so incredibly motivated, so motivated <laughs> and so inspiring to me. So again, this is where this happens is I might come in and inspire, but you're inspiring me too. And that's where having me by myself, yes, but having a, a second, third person there, we can fire each other up, we can spread out you know, there's there's other things that can happen with multiple people together. And maybe if you're out of your comfort zone by yourself, having a second person is like your your joy buddy that supports you to bring the joy and that you can you can have a discussion about brainstorming. How do we do this better? How what went what didn't go exactly as planned, but was a wonderful surprise and to help take some notes about that as well. And so, Kathy. Um, you are next in the question about how does this help on Thursday? Well, funny, it's Thursday because Thursday was the day we first went out together and hit that farm. 
uh, which was a chance thing. Uh, doesn't matter the rest of the story before that. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is how it's really inspired me just to feel more comfortable and competent in this mission. I think I had it in me, but was always a doubter of and, and one who would repress things. So um, because everyone around me would mock that sort of behavior. Now I don't care because um, when you are doing it with somebody else and you get back in the car, you go, my God, wasn't that great kind of experience is, is what it's about. I love what, what Olivia said about having Katie come to stay with her. Now it turns out that Jim Bob and I are in the same cohort together. We went through Humor Academy, but our cohort didn't have this thing happen. Um, and the first person that actually came to visit me was Joni from our, our co And that was, it's different than meeting at the conference. There's something really special about the one-on-ones. So how we can encourage more people to do that because we all came to this organization for similar but different reasons. And even though we all do different things, this sort of collaboration and this little bit of time that we can carve out together, um, I think is powerful. And I bet you Olivia's other, the, the other aspects of your work, Olivia, are probably uh, emboldened by this experience that Kate has brought both of us. Absolutely. Yeah. So now, you know, I'm um, stepping into public speaking and now I'm, I'm being more vocal about laughter and humor and joy. And so it's really made a difference because I can pull these stories and anecdotes right um, into what it is that I'm teaching. So it's been incredible. So I'll share with you, you know, just having a joyful moment, right? With, with local, you know, I, my Spanish is not the best, but you know, we're able to make it work <laughs> and I'm able to, and it's just, having that joyful moment together to appreciate one another's culture. You know, here I am a visitor and I get to fully immerse in all the food and music and language. And it's just um, incredible that people be open up to me so I can learn about their customs and practices and I can teach them some things too. And um, yeah, it's a, a wonderful exchange. I've been through a lot of training on how to get better customer service, but nobody's ever taught me how to be a better customer. And if you go into a store and you appreciate what the clerk is trying to do, you always get better service. You know, they say that, you know, it's easier to get uh, flies with honey okay, than vinegar. And I say, well, okay, fine, but it's even easier to get flies with poop. But who wants flies in the first place? But I digress. But seriously, it's something that we're not taught is how to treat other people. That, right, the clerk or the cashier or whatever, they're an obstacle. They're between you and your goal, but they're really not. They're just fellow travelers and they've just got the same, same issues and why not make their life better? That's it. How to be a better customer. I love that, Jim Bob. Yes. Yes. And, uh, another application. Uh, if someone becomes a joy ambassador, do they qualify for diplomatic plates? Because I've got a lot of parking tickets that I'd like to get out of them. <laughs> Maybe down the road, we need to we need to uh, streamline the process, and um, in three years we can be part of the UN. So, you know, help keep Joy First going, and the the possibilities are endless. And yeah, so if a tree, I'm looking at a question. Let's see if we can answer this. 
Hmm. If a tree falls in the forest, isn't that normal? Because shouldn't we be a lot more concerned if trees started floating away? Exactly. <laughs> we can okay, thank Jim Bob that, for that. <laughs> the, 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 the thing about, uh, again, using uh, using humor or gratitude or something, is, or shall I say, as, as we all learned at Humor Academy, is that uh, you know part of humor is the incongruity. Something comes in. And it disrupts people's way of thinking, so they'd be more open to different ideas. I'm thinking that Joy First is a perfect example of applying something therapeutic and humorous uh, for the benefit for the benefit of society. But Ken, you're about to do something. You've recently been approved to participate in Clowns Without Borders. So how are you going to take Joy First uh, overseas to some of the most hardest hit places on earth. I am going to do my best to be as joyful as possible for not only the refugees, but the people working with the refugees, the people who are housing the refugees, placing the refugees, the clowns with me that are entertaining those refugee families bring my best self and my best self might be staying without power and without running water from what I understand in third world countries. So I'm okay with that. And I'm going to bring my best self to whatever that situation is to try and create the ripple effect all around if possible. And Olivia has two minutes left. And I'd love to hear more from you, Olivia, about um, what you think a joy ambassador needs to know in order to succeed, and succeed is a big word, as a joy ambassador. I just want to emphasize a point, too, about the you know application and the, the humor and all the intertwined gym ball, because joy is also a practice. Right. I mean, it's I feel like joy by itself as an adjective noun, but it can also be a verb. It's a practice. You have to practice being mindful and being joyful and being aware of each other's um, et cetera. So as a joyful ambassador, I think it just starts with the quality of being interested in others, having that genuine interest in caring for another person. As long as you start there, you know, wanting to be interested in who they are, their dreams, their ambitions, and what ways we can support them, and then have them to see the abundance of life. I mean, there's so much that surrounds us, and we have so many resources, more resources than we can ever imagine. I agree. Yeah, and and I do want to address, if, if we lose you, Olivia, I want to say thank you right now for being here. And Olivia, please take a video of the driver's reaction when you uh, get in the car with a unicorn hat on. Um, Olivia, do you want to say something if in case we lose you? Yes. Uh, I'm so excited to be part of the Joy First Foundation. Thank you, Katie, for this incredible journey. I think we're just like what Kathy, what Kathy was saying earlier, like you're just on the cusp of something big here. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to making it international, starting with Mexico, because <laughs> I've got resources here now. So I know exactly what, you know, can what can we can we can do and collaborate and uh thank you for making time for us today olivia thank you so much absolutely all right take care everyone bye bye, bye. um so i do 
I briefly want to uh, approach what you were saying, Jim Bob, about therapeutic and applied and humorous. And I, it may, the approach may not necessarily be humorous, but I will say the gifting of a trophy, the gifting of a, a standing ovation, of a kazoo, it becomes humorous. And there's always a giggle if there isn't a tear of complete surprise and gratitude and depth. Even with the tears that come that we've seen, there is, there is joy, there is uh, levity, there is humor. In, in fact, Kathy told us, and will tell us again if she wants, about this, the guy who lost everything in Fort Myers because of the hurricane and how he had to lose everything in order to find a way to appreciate joy. Actually, what he said was, had I not lost everything in Ian, he and his wife lost their home. She's an artist. She lost all her work. They both lost their jobs. I think they lost a car. So they lost everything. And he didn't really look approachable to me, but didn't stop Kate. And here we went and approached him. And in his very stoic, firm face, he began to speak. And the softness began to come out when he said, I could not have appreciated what you just gave me had I not lost everything. You know, the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor focuses on the word humor, but it's really the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Joy. As a laughter yogi, I know that it's not humor first, it's laughter first, and then I can see the funny. So many people have lost their sense of joy. If you lose your sense of joy, you could truly lose your laugh and only have that quote unquote fake laugh. Well, that fake laugh is a pretty powerful thing. That fake smile is a very powerful thing. And if we could evoke both of those things, as Katie says, it's a crack in the door. The egg is broken and now the rest can come out and play. And so I think, Katie, you're on to something. I'm talking about, I'm writing my notes here. We've got Joy Fairest Ambassador name badges we're going to make because that's, that's a way to, what is that? You know, opening it up and saying, how can I get what she has? You know, we're all not going to be Elaine pretending she's having an orgasm at the deli in New York. But wouldn't it be great to make people want whatever she's having? That's right. Excellent point. Uh, one thing, another thing is that, you know, okay, it's involves humor, it's therapeutic, it's applied, but it also involves association, building up a relationship with other people. So it's got, you know, it's got all four letters of AATH represented. Katie, I'm going to have to ask you, so to those listening, how can they find out more about this? Yeah, so uh, joyfirst.org. J-O-Y-F-I-R-S-T dot org is the website. And many of these joyful moments have been created because of uh, donors. They've supplied the props and the ability to go up to strangers. And so uh, there are donation links on the website. And if you're interested in following the travels, they are on TikTok, Joyfirst Foundation, 
They are on uh, Twitter, Make Joy First, Facebook, Joy First Foundation, Instagram, Joy First Foundation, and YouTube, Joy First Foundation. And I am constantly putting evidence up of what's been happening in these journeys and the moments with interviews for, with people and you get to see, sometimes it's a full clown show for a domestic violence shelter. Sometimes it's just a moment of random spontaneity. And the beauty is, is that the donors help make spontaneous things happen, which in other ways might not have been able to happen. I'm of the motivation of, I'm probably gonna be doing this forever anyway, but your support is definitely helping so that I have more kazoos and more noses and, and uh, can go more places. So we're gonna hear more about all of this at the conference. I'm gonna be speaking on Saturday uh, at I think 1.45 in a breakout room. There's gonna be the story of the, joy, the tour of joy which is what I'm on right now. And all the more visitors, all the more experiences, all the more stories and documentation and surveys and all of this is gonna be culminated at the end of April uh, for you to find out more or see the results. And if I'm really incredibly gifted, <laughs> there might be a book by then too. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> all right, Kathy, any any closing thoughts? I don't want this to close. I, I want this relationship to continue to grow. Uh, I want to help Kate continue to inspire people to, to get on this bandwagon, man. Wrong. We have a lot to talk about when you come downstairs because um, you're really inspiring me to say, hey, this is really truly the beginning of something. It's well worth it. We could, we could do this with children. We could do this with any age group you've you've made me a more compassionate laughter leader so you know i go and hang out with with people with memory care issues and it's a tough place to be i need to have compassion for the caregivers in those places so um, sometimes i feel a little frustrated and you're helping me acknowledge them more and i appreciate it. yeah and and i'm gonna acknowledge you kathy for your house because you've been a host for Joy First Foundation, as well as Olivia. And I'm super, super, super grateful to be able to spend this time with you because it's inspiring and it helps feed the train, so to speak, for me to keep going, knowing that I have everywhere I've stopped has become a place I can stop again when I'm in a location and I need to, to have a connection with somebody or to have a host. Uh, which is sometimes because I am in the trailer as well. I'm so, I'm just so grateful for these connections. And I have to say, it's been really fun to drive away and have everyone that's been a host say, come back soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I will do your dishes and reorganize your house and I will make myself, you know, useful in the house. Being a host to Joy First doesn't necessarily mean that I'm just camping out on your front lawn or whatever. It means you also get my what I can do for you at the same time. She has a great guest, Jim Bob. So if you guys have room in your house, I would, or in your yard, whichever comes first. There's <laughs> a bit of a rig, um, but it's not a big one. And it's a, it's a great mission. And I really appreciate you taking your journey before you got here and turning it into this because 
it could have gone another way. And I'm so happy for you that you have been able to say, no, I want to be a joyful person. And um, that, that's really, really valuable to put that first. It's so significant where in a world where people discount that. And you know what, Kate, you talk about during the lockdowns. Well, let me tell you, it ain't over. The lockdowns aren't over, but the mindset for many people, they just can't shake it. They can't shake it, depending on the region of the world or the country that you were in. I'm in Florida, so it's a lot different for me than it is for the people I know from Chicago or Ohio or other places. And as I witness their caution in life and their literal fear, Fear is first. Fear is in front of everything, which means that they're very quick to make a decision without seeing the bigger picture or, or what I perceive as the bigger picture. They're, they're, it, it's almost an automatic no about everything. So this, this could be a wonderful way of helping to reduce that tension because fear has us contracted. Laughter and breathing ah, opens it up. But if we can get people to giggle and smile, they're going to get the, that dose of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. That's what's healing. We don't have to talk about it. We're just going to get them to do it. And therefore, they'll feel better and more open and receptive. So thank you, Katie. Oh, thank you so much, Kathy and Jim Bob. And if, if you like what you heard here and you feel like it, Again, you can go to joyfirst.org and donate to the cause. You can host, you can become a joyful ambassador. You can participate in many ways. So you can get in touch with me through the website or info at joyfirst.org will come straight to me and we can discuss how you can participate. Thank you guys. Most welcome. And a big thank you to Kathy Grippy. Olivia Vo, and especially to KDB for taking us on a tour of Joy First. I'm Jim Bob Williams, and we'll see you next time on Laugh Box. Thank you for joining us for episode 98 with Joy First Foundation, KDB, Kathy Grippy, and Olivia Vo, and our host, Jim Bob Williams. Thank you very much. This has been Laugh Box, brought to you by the Association of Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Laugh Box is a production of the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Visit us online at www.aath.org. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Music by Gary Rubio. For more information, www.garyrubiomusic.com. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.